talking about Doomer culture, or I guess the the lonely loners. Um, and today, or in this episode, we got Corey. All right, Corey, introduce yourself. Tell me about yourself. What do you do? Hey, what's up, Jelly? Um, I work at or work in the kitchen in a restaurant as a dishwasher slash uh, prep person. Um, in other words, pretty much the easiest job in the restaurant. Um, so you've been uh, in the the restaurant industry for a while, right? Yeah, it's been it's been. How would you define years? Twenty years, yeah. How would you? How no, would you define plenty it? of years. Oh, I was, I was like plenty of <laughs> no. years. Yeah. So how would yeah, you define? Yeah, was eight. <laughs> how do you define those years being in the food and food service? Industry? Um, I don't know. It's it's a that's a difficult question to answer. It it depends on where I'm working and like who I'm working with that sort of determines whether or not I enjoy my job. Uh, like I've worked at plenty of places with, you know, almost always as a dishwasher. So, here's my experience because I've been in the food industry for so long since I was like, well, it was straight after high school. Um, it's stressful. Oh yeah. I, at first, yeah. At, at first, I guess when you get used to it, it's like not that bad. And this is going back to like how other people, you know, like Anthony Bourdain. And yeah, like Chef Ramsay and all those other famous chefs that like are stressed out in the kitchen. I don't have that issue like I used to anymore. Do you still? Do you still feel that energy in the kitchen all the time? Um, like when you were in these food service industry, like in, in these uh, restaurants as a dishwasher, did you like see the stressfulness or like people like losing their like just losing it? Um, I'm. I don't know. I've, I mean, my two older brothers, they've been working in restaurants as servers for like basically their entire like adult life. So like I had, uh, you know, I had an appreciation for like restaurant workers, like even back in high school, I remember me and my friends got done playing paintball one time, went to, I think IHOP or something. And one of my buddies was just the worst to our server. Yeah, didn't you mention something about like Waffle House and that the cooks at Waffle House are like the most loving people of all time? Oh yeah, they take care of you. <laughs> if you show up at like four o'clock in the morning, they're like, "Yeah, we got you. We know, we know you've been hanging out." Like, you, you no know, judgment. Yeah, it's apparently you know how like again we were talking about line, uh, how line cooks look like the the nightmare goblin boy. Uh, yeah, the manic pixie dream girl like. The, like the male equivalent of a ma- uh, manic pixie dream girl, which would be the depressive uh, goblin nightmare boy. Yeah, depressive or like... goblin nightmare boy. <laughs> depressive goblin nightmare boy. And um, it is like a lot of line cooks. It, like it, 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 it's definitely they're a trip. different from Doom, uh, the Doomer. I, I, I still don't know anything about Doomer. I would have to like look into that. Oh yeah. But like same. getting getting like the. I guess the general opinion, the general look of it, it's just a guy in his late twenties, like with like no, I guess, direction. It's like they're just going there and like you know like smoking cigarettes, go to work, go to yeah. sleep, play video games, and then on repeat for however long that goes until yeah. like the cure is finding a partner, which is kind of like the reality, the sad part. Like, <clears throat> but like. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know how these other people do it. Like the other line cooks who just kind of like smoke cigarettes, drink their problems away, and come to work. They make some good food, though. They make some really good food. They also, I mean, 
I didn't realize it until I, like, actually grew up and started, like, actually working and whatever, but, like, yeah, it's definitely a thing, the cigarettes, drinking, like, a lot of, a lot of people in restaurants, like, you know, they'll, like, they take, like, stimulants, like, Adderall or whatever. Yeah, just to, crazy, yeah. Which, I, I mean, I kind of understand. I didn't think about it back in the day, but like, I understand okay, it because a lot of yeah, servers yeah. are also, like, in school, so they get out, they get off work, and they immediately have to, like, either go to class or do homework. So it's, the, like, the best way that they can I, think what, of to, what? like, I forgot. There's a drug. It's not Adderall. I, I don't know if it was heroin or not. It was, like, one drug where, like, even parents had to take it because they were, like, taking care of their kids. There's this drug that makes them, like, superheroes. So you're like, I gotta take this drug. Is it meth? <laughs> or I mean, Adderall is a form of, like, it's basically mi- microdosing meth. Like, Adderall is an amphetamine. Because I, I watched this video. These two parents, they had to, like, take this drug just to, like, get through the day. It's, like, really... Because coffee, coffee and energy drinks are not gonna cut it. Um, yeah, it was probably some sort of amphetamine. Yeah, like, uh, it was. it's kind of crazy because they get addicted and then, like... It's not. They didn't do it by choice. They, they, I like. They didn't do it like to have fun. They actually did it to get through the day. Something that's really messed up, uh, and this has been a well-known, like, documented, like, study and statistic yeah. for like decades now. But you know, like, you know, th- 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 like a lot of kids get like overly diagnosed with like ADHD or ADD, uh-huh. which is difficult to diagnose in a child because all kids are kind of hyper, like. They're little balls of energy. They're not exhausted, like, yet. They're not exhausted yet, so, like... Yeah, parents and can't keep like, up with that. So yeah. doctors, yeah, so doctors will, like, prescribe kids, like, Ritalin and whatever, and something that a lot of people don't, who have never been prescribed it, don't realize is that Ritalin actually has, like, a lot of, a huge percentage of people who were prescribed Ritalin as a child later in life end up showing like addictive behavior uh-huh. so like i mean i guess it makes sense with the like when i was like five i got five or six i got uh i got prescribed ritalin and like i smoke cigarettes like a chimney now yeah so like going back to anthony bourdain and like yeah the line cook and like just this archetype where I, to be honest i think I think a lot of these line cooks are depressed. Like, you kind of look at Anthony Bourdain, he had a drug problem, but also he had oh, a yeah. wild life. Um, he literally traveled the world and just, like, ate random stuff and then oh, documented yeah. it. And, like, people were, like, loving and watching that. But also, like, there was something. He had his own demons. Yeah. Oh, no, he was traveling and only, like, saw his kid, like, once a week. And then, you know, but also, this is kind of, like, the same issue for all cooks. They get so stressed out and then. They feel miserable. Oh, that's the thing about working as a cook, especially night shift. Oh yeah, you're fucking, you're like you're depressed, like super depressed after work because the only place you could go to is the bar, and you just drink your problems away, and it's like a never-ending cycle. And no yeah. One, yeah, that's why the lather, rinse, repeat. Because a lot of people. I don't know. The working in a kitchen is one of those things that, like, you don't really need, like, a high, like, even really a, like, high school education. Working, you can have yeah, a GED. Yeah, yeah. Working night shift is kind of, like, the worst shift to to work. Well, actually, no. Graveyard shifts are the worst. Yeah, absolutely. You cannot stand, the, like, the morning sun. <laughs> <up>. <clears throat> 
I actually, when I used to work uh, third shift at the gas station I worked at, like, going into it, I remember thinking, like, I was, like, 21, 22. You know your, I was, uh, like, 22. Yeah. You know your life shortens from uh, working the graveyard shifts. Oh, it took me forever to, like, get my sleep schedule, like, back to, like, and it's still not even really back to what normal people, like, stay on. Like, I had to go into the gas station I worked at at, like, 10 p.m., and I get off. I get home around, like, 8.30, 9 o'clock in the morning, yeah. and I'd have to go home and go to sleep. And, like, going into it, my thinking was, you know, I'm always awake all night anyway. Might as well get paid to, do, to just be awake at the gas station. Yeah. And then I realized, the, the, like, oh, yeah, no, the reason I'm awake every night is because I'm hanging out with my friends. And, like, when you work the graveyard shift anywhere, that you cease to have a like a social life for me i don't know what it is but i feel okay not i wouldn't say happier but i feel more at peace working night shifts than i did like working morning shifts i felt more productive working uh working mornings because i would like get home and like do stuff but like after night shift i'm like I, i'm like super tired but also it's really quiet yeah um you know it has its ups and downs but for the longest i I think if people were just coming in super new into the restaurant industry, uh, working night shift all the time, it's a miserable feeling to go home. Yeah. You're going home to, like, some people don't even cook food at home. Yeah. They're going to an empty home where, like, nobody's waiting for them, and it's, like, like late at night. And most restaurants, they close at, like, 9 or 10. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't think we're no different from other people who are working night shifts, because, like, I don't even smoke, okay... Kind of. But, like, you know how people decompress yeah. right after work and they get addicted? It's, like, it's just part of their normal life now. So you're just like, you know what? It's That's what I have to do during the day. I literally do that when I get home, like, every night. <laughs> I get home. To, like, I used to, like, sit down on the couch and watch TV. I wonder uh, if the depressive but, like, epi- like, does the depressive episodes become a daily thing? When I, I guess... A few years ago, it was really bad on me. Like I was miserable every after every shift because, you know, your your brain isn't com- producing enough serotonin or dopamine because it's all exhausted the entire day because you're tired. And you, yeah. and then when you go home, you're like still in that rush mode because you have all these orders. You can't sleep and you get really depressed. Have you like matured from that? Have you moved on from that, or you still have those episodes where you're like horribly depressed? Yeah. I feel like, me personally, this is honestly sad in and of itself. I think my personal like depression has, I'm I'm just sort of desensitized to it. So right. like, I'm just just because I'm used to being the, Was, like that part no of my brain just constantly yeah. like, yeah, well, what else? Like, what else is going on? Like, <laughs> I, get over like, it. Yeah, it's like you get so used to it. Like, oh, that's nothing new. No, yeah, it's, it's it. like it's like depression bingo. <laughs> it's like the opposite of like so like I almost never wake up in a good mood. Sometimes every once in a while I'll just wake up right, for no yeah. reason. I'm we, just yeah, in we, a we were talking about this, mood. like how we we're so used. People are so depressed to the point where like happiness is a foreign feeling. Like, huh, yeah. wow, is this what happiness? And we're aware that what makes us happy and what makes us depressed, and that's a thing yeah. with a lot of adults. This is why I know a lot of people don't take therapy or medication because it's like one of those things where. Um, you can figure things out yourself and 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 like when when we get medical and 
the professionals involved, it being things become more not so much complicated. It becomes of a it becomes a hassle, and sometimes yeah. like people can't afford affordable healthcare. Yeah, we um, live in America. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want therapy? I gotta pay up. You gotta work all day and like. But there, there is um, what are you, what are you There is resources available. It's just a lot of people, I guess you and me, like ourselves, we don't really go towards those resources because it's it's not worth our time. It's not worth our time. And I feel like it also, part of it is going back to the, like, happiness being so such a foreign thing because you've been depressed, like, for so long. It's also, I feel like, it becomes such an ingrained part of your personality yeah. being depressed that, that like, yeah, it's, it's, sort of, it's scary. <laughs> it's scary to think about because you're used to it. It's right. like... You know, if I slept on a bed of hot coals or something and, like, eventually, like, I'd get used to that, I feel like. And someone offered me, like, a nice mattress. I'd be like, what? No, I don't, there's, like, wires in Yeah, yeah, thing. you know what's and, crazy? So, uh, this is going, this is another example. A lot of people who are coming from um, places that, uh, poverty, poverty, they would rather, they're so in the habit or uh, they're brainwashed to the idea that poverty is... It's gonna be you can't you can't take the poverty out of someone. You can give them like a rich home yeah. or something. They'll still feel poor. And it's I think there's a movie. There's a movie. Have you seen Parasite? That kind of like, yes. Wait, did I? It's that Korean movie. It's like really famous. Oh it's yeah, Hulu. yeah, yeah. They did. Yeah. Have you seen it? I think so. You should. It's you should watch it. No, you watch that one Korean uh, movie. Oh, I, I watched Train to Busan. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. So. Of. In Parasite, they kind of talk how, like, even though they're in this rich... The, I guess a quick summary is how, like, rich and poor... And some people can look rich but still feel poor, which is the crazy part. Um, and in that movie, it still kind of, like, talks about <clears throat> how poor people will never, will never feel rich. Right. Which is kind of sad. I, I think that's kind of... Thing. It's just sort of like doomed, like hopeless, like, yeah, I'm never going to know what that's like because... Yeah. And it's also like situations, like circumstances that people are born into yeah. too. It's like people that like, you know, people are like, I'm going to be depressed my whole life, so I don't see a point in being happy. But right. also, if you really think about it, being depressed takes a lot of energy. Oh, it's say, exhausting. Yeah. yeah. And like, exhausting. like you, know, you know how people are like, aren't you... <laughs> like, like, aren't you making wasting too much energy being happy and good with all the time and like the same the same thing happens both ways it's like aren't you wasting too much energy being sad all the time which is kind of funny yeah it's ironic like it's you're, you're... like it's it's like two different equal but different ends of a uh, spectrum it's like it's it's the pot the pastel golf with the actual dark golf yeah like, yeah it's uh it's funny like they kind of like sweet and salty. <laughs> Honestly. The Ah, man. I don't even know I don't have anything wrong with the reality of because it's mainly men who are line cooks, they go going home, they're drinking a lot, they come back, repeat the uh they smoke before their shift, uh get ready for the the dinner rush and then repeat the same process. I I to me, that kind of feels miserable, but but miserable. But some other some other people kind of like, they're so used to it, and it's like you know, it's just part of, part of the job. 
Honestly, and yeah. I kind of think that's kind of like a little bit toxic. But yeah. yeah. Well, that's another like I feel like we it's another example of us kind of being you know, gaslit by what the, the, like I don't know. When I worked at the dealership, it was always like work, 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 hustle, 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 hustle. Um, and it's kind of like when you work with a bunch of guys in a restaurant, the same idea happens. Like you get like you gotta you gotta be there for your boys. You gotta like push through it. If it's a double, you know this is. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. like you can't. You, there's no such thing as a break, and there's no such thing as like setbacks. Like yeah. there's a meme <laughs> where it's like. Oh no, chef! I cut my finger. It was like, oh, quit your complaining. You better, yeah. you better set that. You better burn it. <laughs> get a burn it. Yeah. Get back to work. Get back to work. Yeah. You're you're like eight <clears throat> tickets behind. That's why I kind of sympathized at uh, one of my last jobs. Uh, I think I might have told you about this, but there was a guy who's like, you know, there was one day like I ended up having to do a double. I was supposed to only be the closing yeah. dishwasher, but they needed me to come in and do a double yeah. so i was like okay that's fine have you yeah, and it was insanely busy the entire day and then like the other guy didn't show up i didn't know why and i was like yeah i'm i'm really annoyed like i, I was having like violent thoughts about that guy and like our kitchen manager on duty told me like yeah well yeah, his kid got really sick so. have you seen uh, hell's kitchen you, of course, a you little see, bit yeah, yeah. yeah you've seen how like these guys get angry in the kitchen yeah because they're so oh, that's real. yeah and it's like sometimes you like want to fight yeah. Some people. There's have been times where I, I would get so angry in the kitchen. I'm like, punch. I want to punch somebody. Yeah. And, and, it's so weird. Like, why are we angry over, like, the kitchen? What? I think it's just it, it's a lot of. There's a lot going on in the kitchen, and like every. I don't know. Cause I used to be angry, but now I'm kind of mellowed down about it. Like, no, if I'm only mad and upset when things aren't going the way it should be. It's like um, the the gnat that won't go away. It's like yeah. a fly in your room. It's like it's irritating. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, like, it's, like, like it's right there. Like just do, yeah. Honestly, uh, like I kind of felt that way last night. Like it was insanely busy, and I get home, <laughs> my roommate's like. Hey, how was uh, how was work tonight? I was like slam packed. I've got three, four locos. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to my room. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> so about that, like, for me, I, I know what that feels like. Yeah. Because that that happened to me the other night. Um, but at the same time, it's like, why? You gotta have to ask yourself, why am I angry? Oh well, I guess that ends our oh. podcast. All right. Good. Oh, is that? Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs>